Lynn Fraser is going to help your finances get into shape. Financial Fitness with Lynn Fraser on Family Radio CHRI. Good morning and welcome. Good morning and welcome to the Financial Fitness Show with Lynn Fraser. I'm excited to be in the studio this morning. I love being here on Friday mornings. It's so cool. Um, This past week, I've had uh, some revelation about what Christ is doing in my life. Isn't that a funny thing? That happens almost daily now. Um, But particularly this past week, I've come to the awareness of where I was a year ago versus where I am now. A year ago, uh, my assistant left to go back to school, and I was alone. I worked alone from August till February and didn't know where God was taking me. And now I have a team of seven. Hmm. It's just amazing. So for the last 12 years, I've been praying that God would bring the right people that had the right heart to serve Christ and follow him in this ministry and that were called to do the work that I do. And now we're seven. Hmm. So I'm really excited about that. And, um, and there'll be more to come. I've got announcements to make over the next few weeks, and I'm going to keep it all a secret now, but <laughs> it's pretty cool. So this morning, I have the pleasure of spending time with Mark Herman and Jay Carlson back in the studio. It's been a few months since we met last, and you yeah, welcome back. Well. Thanks very much. Yes, thank you so much. It's our pleasure. So we're here this morning to talk about... Um, Subluxation in your finances. Now, you know, I like that because you just happen to be chiropractors. And uh, so you understand the whole part, the whole importance of alignment for total health. Mm-hmm. And so, wow, you guys have been on a journey. So let's talk a little bit first about where you were when we first met. <laughs> uh, do we have to go back there? <laughs> I, only briefly. Okay. We're going to uh, stay there just very quickly. We'll you know what? There. I think like a lot of people, uh, we had found our... Uh, way into a, a pickle financially. Uh, things that we hoped for weren't happening. The vision that we had uh, in terms of being out of debt, we were accumulating debt and we were finding it harder and harder to take care of um, our day-to-day debt. And so even though you know, we, we had uh, relatively good paying jobs and we were fairly smart at we thought, uh, we, our, the spiral was downward, not upward. Um, Quarterly tax installments became a huge hurdle every quarter, which was a huge stress for us. Um, our relationship was certainly being affected by it. Our family was certainly being affected by it. And we didn't really, uh, at that point, see an, a way out. We tried mm-hmm. a lot of things. Uh, we'd done a lot of things that we thought we should have that should have worked. And so I think finally we just said, you know what, we have to invite somebody into this situation awesome. to guide us. Awesome. Well, this morning, this is a live call, a live show. So we will be taking calls this morning. The phone number here is 613-247-1886. As we explore this journey with Jay and Mark, you're going to have some questions. So we're eager to hear from you this morning. Again, it's 613-247-1886. And yes, I do remember when you made the decision to invite someone into that situation. It was kind of a divine appointment that Mm -hmm. God lined us up (laughs) Very quickly and quite quite by surprise. So, and so when we did first meet, things were difficult, not only in your finances but your practice, mm-hmm. your marriage. Mm-hmm. Life was in a pretty tough state at that time. 
I think, you know, the summary for me would be when things aren't in alignment, and that's spiritual and physical and, you know, relationships with family and finances and all those things, um, each of those departments starts to affect the other. And so it's you can't keep them separate. We tried for a lot of years, but it's it's a slippery slope, and so we started to realize uh, how much that – I know we're going to keep joking about chiropractic stuff here, but that misalignment, uh, that thread just kind of moved through every aspect of our life, and it, and it was big. It, it felt very big and very – something that we couldn't get over. Yeah. And, I mean, we were also very new to the Lord, too. We were also new in our Christian walk, and this whole concept of surrendering um, – we are sort of looking at all the different aspects of our life and understanding the the concept of surrendering to the Lord. And one area that we hadn't addressed is finances. And so as we were looking at, you know, sort of compartmentalizing our lives and then looking at the struggle we were having financially, we sort of came to this, this crossroads of going, well, what does surrendering our finances look like? And, um, I mean, that's when divine intervention we were, you know, questioning and, and our paths crossed was, you know, what, what does this look like? What do we do? How do we do it? And, you know, what is good stewardship of, of and godly stewardship of our finances? And so then that took us upon the journey of going, all right, if we're going to surrender everything to the Lord and invite Jesus in, um, we, need some, we need some help here to, to figure this walk out. And, and that's exactly what you did. You, um, God kind of connected us, and certainly <laughs> not uh, um, not by our specific plans, but by His no, plans. Not at all. And uh, and you engaged in coaching with with more than enough, and and Rick Harper um, started to coach you, and mm-hmm. and things started to change. Absolutely. And then you, um, yeah. So where when you came on the show the last time. You had shared that in a very short period of time, you had paid off a tremendous amount of debt. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't remember exactly how much it was. Do you remember? I think it was 70,000 yeah. 70, in nine months yeah. Yeah. that we had, we had cleared at that point in time. And you had bought a, a new building for We were, practice. exactly, we were just, and that was our dream, really, was to get into a new building, but financially we couldn't figure out how to get out of renting and how to get into a position to be able to buy um, a building, sort of a, a standalone building with its own parking lot kind of thing. And, and it's a, it's a lovely was, building. I've, yeah. I've been there. It's the uh, Almont Chiropractic Center in Almont, and right. it's a it's an incredible building. And actually, we did some seminars near there last year. That was great. Right? Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, you yeah. came on board. Awesome. So you paid off $70,000 in debt in nine months. You bought a building. You mm-hmm. renovated a building, and mm-hmm. things were on track Life was different. The last time we met, your marriage was was flourishing, and and your health was flourishing, and business was going great, and it was, it was a real win. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> um, and, and and then as and the story and then uh-huh. as the story goes, um, we, we've discovered that uh, when you bring um, God to work. Um, and you invite them into all aspects of your life, uh-huh. uh, there, there's some challenges and some real opportunities for growth. And I say that with my tongue firmly planted <laughs> in my cheek. Um, you know, the first quarter of this year, we we realized we were helping more and more people. We sort of decided that if God sent us somebody to help, we would help them and finances wouldn't be a barrier. And that would be sort of a ministry portion of our business that we just would honor. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
um, that looked like, uh, practically speaking, that we were helping a lot of people and families, um, but yet our, our finances weren't looking as healthy uh, as as we would have liked them to. So we weren't we weren't make, meeting our costs, yeah. and so for about a quarter, um, we we rode that storm. And again, the obvious question is, am I am I actually going in the right direction? You know, is is this something God would want from us? And uh, it was a challenge. So let's look. Um, yeah, let's pick at that thread for a little bit because yeah. um, we, you know, we don't want to gloss over that t- too much. Now that you've mm-hmm. come out of it, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem as dark. But in the midst of that pit, mm-hmm. it was a pretty dark place. Yeah, uh, you know, um, trying to stay joyful and stay under that umbrella of of God's calling, while not seeing evidence of not just fruit and blessings, but just keeping status quo. Um, it, I, I have to admit it, it, it rocked my certainty. Um, I didn't feel very confident at that time. And again, that filters right back to home life and little decisions and everything starts sort of getting caught up in that process. So I think you're right. There was a bit of a dark cloud. And again, in the midst of helping a ton of people, which is what we're called to do. Yeah, there was a lot of fear. We definitely sure. had a lot of fear of... Are we being obedient? You know, questioning, is this really what God called us to do? Um, if this is, if we're following what God called us to do, why can't we pay our bills? Like, are we going to be able to stay open? Um, and just, you know, how, how fear just starts setting in. And we just really had to keep focusing on on Jesus, really, and, and be in prayer. And just know that as we came in prayer and knew that, no, we are completely grounded and this is what we're called to do and we're just going to keep doing what we're doing and there were moments where we thought that you know we really need to step in and do something about this and sort of in our humanness questioning it and going wow we need to turn things around here like we're not going to be able to pay our bills this month and we'd have to catch ourselves in that moment and realize okay we just need to trust god because if this is his calling and this is and we're being obedient we just need to know that he's not going to put us in that position and we're just going to keep uh following what we're Mm -hmm. called to do and get out of our own way sort of thing like not intervene and that was a that was an awesome walk looking back but in the moment Mm -hmm. it definitely was a challenge because we did feel fear and that stress and that um oh my goodness what are we going to do feeling and every single day it was being regrounded in the word every single day and just walking and and um, you know refreshing yourself in the word every day and getting through that journey and now yeah we're able to look back on the other side wow so if you're listening today and you have found yourself in a similar situation where you're wondering where God is in the midst of your difficulties and wondering if you're doing the right things, we'd love to hear from you this morning. Mm-hmm. The phone number here is 613-247-1886, or by all means, send us an email at financialfitness at chri.ca. Wow. Well, there's. Um, I know that this is a, this is a very uh, typical story. <laughs> mm-hmm but not common in that often we buckle under the difficulty and it's um uh, it's really easy to follow christ when things are going well (laughs) right but it's in those deep pits it's in those times of difficulty that we really learn to trust him absolutely and so you've um you've done that and you've moved through and 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 i think you've passed the test Mm. hallelujah Mm -hmm. at least this one not to say that there won't be more amen 
So we've got some questions this morning. We've got an email that, that says, so how did you know you really heard from God, especially when things got tough? That's a, that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> and you know what? There were moments that we didn't. I'll be honest that uh, it was every single day being in prayer and just knowing that we were never felt in our hearts called to do something else. Like we were never called to then, you know, either turn people away or increase our fees or cut staff because those were all considerations that we thought of going, oh my gosh, we have to do something. And so it was us talking and then praying and going, wow, we never, it's not on our heart to cut staff. It's not on our heart to do any of these things so we're just going to keep moving forward and and trusting and and like i said it was every day being in the journey and being committed to the journey as because this went on for about six to seven months and so it was a, a a daily commitment to really hanging on tight to the to the hand of the lord and coming to him every day with our concerns and our prayers and and petitions and and going, well, we're just going to keep walking this out. And I don't get pulled or called to do anything different, so we're just going to keep doing what we're doing mm-hmm. and and moving forward. Now, there's a couple of things that I have heard in that. One is that you, you put the stake in the ground before you hit the hard times, right? right? You yes. had already come to the conclusion that this is how the practice was to be run. Yes. You know, being part of warrior coaching, and yeah. that's, that's the principles, is yes. that you serve all that the Lord sends you regardless of their ability to, that's right. Correct. to pay, right? That's our calling. And so that's what you're called to, and you put that stake in the ground before the hard times came. Because <laughs> <laughs> had you not, yes. <laughs> it wouldn't, it would, you wouldn't have been able to hold firm, that's right? Absolutely. That's right. But there's, but you also had someone walk, walking with you through this. It kind of helped you in the difficult times, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. You know, I keep coming back to the sense of community. So why why hire a coach? Because we're called to, to come together with these things. Why be a part of warrior coaching? Because you're called to walk with your with your colleagues and friends and, and walk this out. And so, you know, with our financial coach, Rick, it was his, his reassurance and, you know, looking at this and saying, is this really where you want to be? And does this feel okay to you? Is this what the Lord's telling you to do? And just being... Um, actively choosing to stay put, and it was just you know him, him partly coaching, him partly cheerleading, yes. um, him partly giving us a, a loving tap on the forehead and saying you know just keep your keep your eye on the big goal here, and stay focused on God and stay focused on your calling, and and just let yes. this let Him do the work, and and I think your opening was finding rest in that, which mm-hmm. you know for me looked more like working hard at choosing to stay in that trust uh, and then transitioning to, you know what, there is a peace and a rest there and and kind of relax back into that. So, yeah, Rick was invaluable in just keeping us, keeping our hearts right. And, you know, it's funny because we started talking about numbers and nickels and dimes and we ended up talking about heart. And that's where it, that's where we went, right? And the nickels and dimes are just nickels and dimes, but the heart issue is the big thing. And it is. Yeah. And it is. And I know... Um, Mark, I mean, your bent is you're the business guy. Yes. And so you would have been looking at the spreadsheet and saying, <laughs> these numbers don't make sense. Right. You know, if, and um, before we started the show, you said, you know, it would have been easier to to serve less and only, only serve the people that could afford to pay full fee. Right. And then financially, your practice would have been more solid. Right. 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 But that's not what God called you to do. No. 
No, and and that you know that one eye on the world and that one eye not on the world. That that worldly eye for me can really pull me at times. And mm-hmm. so, just again, stepping back to what is it we said we were called to do? What has God spoken to us? What you know? What's the vision He's put on our heart? And just reminding ourselves. And for me, it is a it is effort to ignore what looks like reality, um, to look at the spreadsheet and go, this isn't working. Like you know, what more can I do? What more should I do? What am I not doing? Uh, there was a huge struggle fighting with the natural. What's actually in front of me? doesn't make sense and so uh, luckily my my partner and wife has has a better ability to see uh, vision and so she could drag me along a little bit through those times <laughs> that's good that's good well, well we need each other right oh absolutely he grounds me and I kind of help him fly once in a while um, <laughs> and one thing you said was just the numbers didn't make sense in the tough times um, you know, we look at the numbers and go, oh, my gosh, like, how can we be at this state? And, you know, this doesn't make sense. And then on the other, the flip side, though, um, sort of right before that time hit and, and right now, we look at the numbers and they're the exact opposite where, you know, in that awesome sort of mountaintop blessed experience and the numbers don't make sense. If we're to look back and say, how did we get from there to here? We can't explain it. Mm-hmm. It is. It's sort of again the the um, the numbers don't make sense. So if we, you know, stay in the world, we can't explain it, and it's only by the hand of God and just staying in obedience and and trusting awesome. the Lord that it's happened. You know, at both extremes. It's awesome. Well, we look forward to taking your call this morning. The number here is six one three two four seven eighteen eighty six. Give us a call, and we look forward to speaking with you. We have a question that was tweeted this morning. It says, things are really, are really tough for us now. Why would we invest in coaching when you could read a book? And instead, we could use those coaching fees to, to get out of debt. <laughs> um, well, uh, I decided long ago that I should be smart enough. Um, and I think I am smart enough. You're smart. Um, and I took that journey. So I've written budgets. I've rewritten budgets. I've changed budgets. Uh, we've implemented things we've read. Um, it built frustration. It didn't, for us, lead us in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And so in terms of the best investment of my resources or God's resources and, and the time that I have, it meant that if I could walk along with somebody who had walked ahead of me um, and who I believe is a godly man, we happen to meet a godly man in this situation, that um, we were pulled along into this process and suddenly we had results quickly that we had never seen in at least 15 to 20 years worth of effort. And when I say effort, I mean effort, uh, struggle, um, and so all of a sudden, by you know bringing somebody along who can really coach you, advise you, and cares about you, all of a sudden you're in a very different place very quickly. And so uh, I, I, my question is, why wouldn't you? I just don't understand why you wouldn't make that decision to, to be coached and to be supported and to be nurtured. That, to me, is kind of a default. The yeah. other way of doing it now looks like something um, that would set you up for a lot of angst and a, a lot of extra work and effort. Yeah, when you're in the pit, right. you can't get out by yourself. You right. need somebody that's a that's yeah. not in the pit with you that can that can give you a hand out. Yeah, yeah. I read something recently. This this image of a firefly in a in a completely dark room, and the firefly for us was the coach. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, that light grew, and then it was just a it was just something we could move through into. Um, whereas before that, there, were, there, wasn't, <laughs> there wasn't too many speckles of light. Yeah. Uh, so. And that's, well, that's what I was going to share is that it just seemed that when we were working with it, 
um, with our finances on our own. Um, we were kind of behind closed doors because finances is really hard to share with somebody else. It's something that makes you very vulnerable. And I think it's something that uh, we want to keep very private. Um, talking about money isn't something we often share honestly. And so keeping it behind closed doors uh, sort of keeps it in the dark. And we're called as Christians to sort of shine the light on everything, right? Like be humble and be transparent, sort of confess our sins to others, um, share our mess with others. And by taking our, I'll call it a mess, but to take our, um, what we were protecting and trying to keep in the dark and share it with Rick and, you know, let the light shine in, that just um, kind of exposed us, but allowed God to then work. And it was honestly magical, which which happened. So just coming to a coach and becoming vulnerable and humbling yourself and going, all right, this is where my finances are at, um, and allowing somebody else, a brother, to, to walk with you um, was absolutely transformational, and it really allowed God to work with us. And here's the thing. You're um, you're letting a whole lot of light shine in today because you're you're sharing with a, with not just Rick but a whole lot of people right now where you've been and that is one of the challenges in this area in the Christian community and in all communities but particularly in the Christian community is that um, there is so much shame around this area of financial difficulty that it feels like a personal failure and so Absolutely. we hide it and we don't talk about it and so kudos to you for talking about it because people need to hear they need to hear that they're not alone they need to hear that there's an answer and there's a hope and one of the things as you were talking mark about um about you know going down into the valley or into the pit and then coming up the other side Mm -hmm. sometimes as you come up the um, it's it, there isn't as much of a high, I yeah. think, right? There's yeah. a there's a greater tendency to um, just be more more even. Yes. You know, if, if, I don't know. I don't know if I like. You don't go quite as low, and you don't go as quite as high. Yeah. And um, I got to say that um, I've had some difficulties in my own personal life in the past six months. There's a there's an area of my life that's probably been the hardest time I've ever walked through. And what I found is I was okay. It took brought me to a place of trust that I've like I've never experienced before. Incredible amount of trust and saying, Yes, Lord, I trust you. No matter what, I trust you. But I was losing my hope mm. that it would that it would turn around. And that was one thing that my pastor said to me is Lynn, do not lose hope. Right. Yeah. Right? Don't become complacent about you know, it's great that you trust the Lord, but don't lose hope because he loves you so much. Yeah. And he's got higher than highs for you. He's got amazing purpose. He's got amazing joy. He's got amazing blessings still coming for you. Yeah. So don't lose hope. Yeah, and you know, and that back to, you know, believing there is a God and believing God are two very different things. And at some point, and again, you know, those ups were great and those downs weren't, weren't so great. And uh being able to be joyful through all of that and just know that you're standing on on a good solid promise that things are moving forward there's a good plan you're you know you're walking in god's vision um you know just standing in that uh there is a peace that comes with that (laughs) again even though the natural world tugs you the other way um and we've got a call from brad this morning so um and it's right along those lines mark so good morning brad how are you this morning Good morning, Lynn. I'm doing well. Awesome. So, Good Brad, thank you work, for calling. 
Thank you for calling. I'm, I'm eager to hear your question this morning. Um, yeah, I had some debenture money and stuff like that. I took it out and now just to pay down the debts I had. And uh, I kept uh, about $4,000 of it aside for my taxes and stuff like that. And now I've got a surprise that I have another extra $7,000 above the $4,000. <laughs> Uh, so, long short saying, I owe about $11,000 in taxes, and I don't have it, so what do I do? <laughs> hmm. Well, um, I'm going to start, and then Mark, you feel free. Um, the thing is, first of all, it's, it doesn't all belong to you, and that sounds, it sounds like a very trite response. And when you're in the midst of a difficult time, you don't need somebody just saying, well, it's just easy, trust in the Lord. It's not easy. It's not easy, and when there is financial pressure, it's one of the when it's one of the worst kind of things that we mm-hmm. uh, that we can come under because it affects all areas of our life. I just want to encourage you that no matter what your starting place is, there is an answer. God's provision is all is there. There is a way out, and there are people that'll help you through it. What do you have to say, Mark? Yeah, you know, um, we had invested, prior to meeting Rick and Lynn, we had invested in some uh, segregated funds, which on principle we shouldn't have done. Um, by the time we realized we needed to get rid of these because they were they were losing money, we drew a line in the sand and said, uh, okay, we're going to get rid of these, which means it's going to cost us roughly $10,000. Um, and, of course, when we finally did that, there was other f- fees and admin charges. So suddenly this $10,000 debt was... Twelve, almost thirteen thousand dollars, and we kind of wallowed in that a little bit, uh, and then we just said, you know what? Come up with a plan. Let's set this up uh, and set up a p- payment plan. Handle this, and then move forward. And looking back, it was the best thing we did. It wasn't easy. It set us back mm-hmm. a little bit, but it's okay because we were going in the right direction. You know, Brad, there's um, there is an answer, and I think um, what I'd like to do is suggest that. That Adam take this call in back to, from you, and so that get your phone number so that I can talk to you off air, and I'll walk with you through this. Our time is limited, and I want to be able to give you an opportunity to get some help. So, does that sound all right? That sounds great. Okay, so I'm going to put you on hold. Adam's going to take the call and give him your phone number, and I'll contact you off the air. All right, okay. thank you, Mike. Okay, hang on. Wow. Well, I'm really glad that Brad called in. Thank you again for that, Brad. You know, it's it's not easy. And mm. walking alone in this area no, is no. tough. You know, it's, it's great because I'd forgotten all about that. Yeah. It's gone now. Yeah. But boy, in that moment of going, yeah, but getting rid of this is the right thing. Yeah, but it's going to cost us. Yeah, but it's going to set us back. Uh, yeah. it, it, I can hear my, my fear in his voice. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for being so transparent today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we have... Uh, our time is at an end. I want to pray quickly. So thanks again for coming. You will be back. Yes. <laughs> so, Father, we thank you for all you've done and all you're going to do. And we know that you are at work in the lives of the people are listening. You have a plan. You have a purpose. And you will guide their steps as they turn to you. They can trust you because you have all the answers. And we just thank you and give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Wow. I look forward to spending time again with you next week. And have an amazing day filled with hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. God bless.